0: Welcome to the Part of the Noise podcast. I'm your host Scotty Hughes. Well, today's episode is going to be a little different, a little shorter. Um, we kind of dive into a, a children's book, one of my favorites, uh, a book called "You Are Special," and uh, this this book came to me today, um, just came to my mind. Just in the state of the culture and society that we're in right now, and uh, I thought this book couldn't be more in tune to what's going on today than ever before, and so I thought I'd share it with you. And so, today you're going to get a little reading, a little little story, little story time with Scotty. Uncle Scott is going to sit down and tell you the tales, the renowned tales from far away lands. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's going to be a little shorter episode today, but uh, it's going to be good nonetheless. Alright, I well, hope you will enjoy the show, and you are special. I'm Max Lucado. today, um, I thought I might do a little something different. Um, I just had this, this thought today that I, I kind of felt like this is what was needed for the podcast. <laughs> and now hopefully you'll stick with me. Um, it's probably won't be a common thing, but, uh, I want to read a children's book to you guys. Now, uh, This is one of my favorite children's books, and um, it's over 20 years old. Its uh, first printing was in 1997, and it's a book called You Are Special by Max Lucado. And uh, it's not a long book, but um, the messages in this book are more prevalent today than... I think even when this book was written in in just the fact that the, the society that we live in in a, in a society of likes and hearts and dislikes and thumbs up thumbs down and um, retweets and how many people saw my post I thought I might read this book for us. Okay. So The Wemmicks were small wooden people. All of the wooden people were carved by a woodworker named Eli. His workshop sat on a hill overlooking their village. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes. Some were tall and others were short. Some wore hats, others wore coats. But all were made by the same carver and all lived in the village. The talented ones got star. Well, the talented ones got stars too. Some lifted Some could lift big sticks high above their heads or jump over tall boxes. Still, others knew big words or could sing pretty songs. Everyone gave them stars. Some mimmmicks had stars all over them. Every time they got a star, it made them feel so good. It made them want to do something else and get another star. Others, though, could do little. They got dots. Meow, 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 meow. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. And when he fell, the others would gather around and give him dots. Sometimes when he fell his wood got scratched so the people would give him more dots and then he would try to explain why he fell and he would say something silly and the whimicks would give him more dots. After a while he had so many dots that he didn't want to go outside. He was afraid he would do something dumb such as forget his hat or step in the water and then people would give him another dot. In fact he had so many gray dots that some people would come up and give him one for no reason at all. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would agree with one another. He's not a good wooden person. After a while, Punchinello believed them. I'm not a good wimmick he would say. A few times he went outside, he hung around other wimmicks who had lots of dots. He felt better around them. One day, he met a Wimmick who was unlike any he'd ever met. She had no dots or stars. She was just wooden. Her name was Lucia. It wasn't that people didn't try to give her stickers. It's just that the stickers didn't stick. Some of the Wimmicks admired Lucia for having no dots, so they would run up and give her a star, but it would fall off. Others would look down on her for having no stars, so they would give her a dot. But it it wouldn't stay either. That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. I don't want anyone's marks. So he asked the stickerless Wimmick how she did it. It's easy, she replied. Every day I go see Eli. Eli? Yes, Eli, the woodcarver. I sit in the workshop with him. Why? Why don't you go find out for yourself? Go up the hill. He's there. And with that, the Wimmick, who had no stickers, turned and skipped away. But will he want to see me? Punchinello cried out. Lucia didn't hear. So Punchinello went home. He sat near a window and watched the wooden people as they scurried around giving each other stars and dots. It's not right. He muttered to himself, and he decided to go see Eli. He walked up the narrow path to the top of the hill and stepped into the big shop. His wooden eyes widened at the sight of size of everything. The stool was as tall as he was. He had to stretch on his tippy toes to see the top of the workbench. A hammer was as long as his arm. Punchinello swallowed hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying here, and he turned to leave. Then he heard his name, Punchinello. The voice was deep and strong. Punchinello stopped. Punchinello, how good to see you. Come and let me have a look at you. Punchinello turned slowly and looked at the large bearded craftsman. You know my name, the little wimmick asked. Of course I do, I made you. Eli stooped down and picked him up and sat him on the bench. Hmm. The maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. Uh, I, 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 I didn't mean to, Eli. I, I, I really tried hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. Who are they to give stars or dots? They're Wemmicks just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think. And I think that you're pretty special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My paint is peeling. Why, why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small wooden shoulders, and spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I came because I met someone who had no marks, said Punchinello. I know she told me about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly. Because she has decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. Uh, I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will, but it will take time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come to see me every day and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bunch and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the Wemmick walked out the door. You are special because I made you, and I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. So, You Are Special, Max Lucado. Um, Yeah, I love that book. I think the message in it is is timeless in that you look at the world we live in and you look at everyone who's starved for attention to be noticed to to find meaning to find purpose to to how many followers can I get on Instagram to how many likes did I get on Facebook? How many retweets did I get on Twitter? And if I didn't get the likes or the tweets or the you know the hearts, did I? Do I even matter? What, do I have purpose? Um, and and you find these social media outlets that are they're creating this world around us that makes it seem like if. If I don't look like this, or if I don't have a car like that, or if I don't have a home like this, then what's wrong with me? I need to, I need to have what they have, and, and we can feel, uh, incomplete, or that we're not enough, and not know that we actually are special. And what what I love about this book is is this this WMIC this you know these characters they look like um Pinocchio kind of these little wooden Pinocchio characters and 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 this is what they were doing they were giving each other stars and dots and oh you're awesome because you look good and you can jump high and you're fast and you're athletic and and then ah oh, you're ugly you your clothes don't look that great you're this you get a dot And the reality is we do this every day of our lives. Not even just on social media. We do this in uh, just going to the store. We size people up. We judge them based on their looks, what they're wearing. Oh, those jeans. (laughs) Those were so 2017. Um, and, And we now we wouldn't, you know, most of us are never going to say something to somebody and ridicule and shame them. But we look at them and we kind of think to ourselves, um, mm, mm, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing that. Ew, maybe somebody should tell them. <laughs> and and so we, we we fall into this trap of what people matters uh, what people say about us matters what people think about us matters and how awesome would it be to to live this life and not really care what people think not really care if i if i'm going to look dumb or i'm going to look stupid or um if people are going to make fun of me um you know i was listening to a podcast earlier today and and these are two kind of famous, <laughs> famous people that were were talking, and they're 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 pretty much. I mean, they're famous. You wouldn't think they struggle with these things, and yet all the more, they they care what we think. They care so much that it affects their lives and how they they what they do or don't do because of fear of what might be said about them and and it it's just it it was eye opening for me once again that it's like there's only one voice that truly matters and that's our creators and if if we allow ourselves to be dictated by what people say about us and think about us, and and how we're gonna live our lives miserable, because we'll we'll never satisfy everybody. We'll never amount to everybody's uh, aspirations of what they want or think that we should be. But if if we actually only live for an audience of one, our creator. I dare to say that, that all of a sudden life takes on, on a new meaning. Life takes on a new direction. That what people think about us and say about us and and write about us doesn't so much matter anymore. Because the one thing that truly does matter is what he thinks. <laughs> and just like the, the book says, Dad! You are special. Um, (laughs) That God loves us and He created us and He doesn't make mistakes. And when we stand in that, I think, well, life could change in a much better direction for us in our attitudes in our purpose, in our meaning, in our lives. So, I don't know. I just wanted to leave you guys with that thought that um, that you are special, that God loves you, that you're a creator. He didn't make a mistake, that he's given you gifts and talents, whether you know they're there or not. Um, and that what people really think about you at the end of the day does not matter in the least compared to what your creator thinks about you. And if you don't want the words to stick, and if you don't want the stars to stick or the the dots to stick, spend some time with your creator, a little every day, and he'll let you know how he feels about you. And then... What everyone else around you thinks doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Thank you for listening to the Part of the Noise podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Part of the Noise Podcast. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review us, it helps us get noticed by others. I'm Scotty Hughes, and we'll see you next time.